0: Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My passenger today is a fitness phenomenon. He's expecting his third child. He's getting an MBE this week at Windsor Castle and his brilliant new book, Feel Good Food, is out now. Plus, he's flying Alan Air today. What a year he's having. Welcome on board, Joey. This is the final boarding call for Joe Wicks.
1: This is the final boarding call for Joe Wicks. Joe Wicks, this is the final boarding call. Joe! Joe! Please come to the game. Look who we got on board. Joe Wicks, how are you doing, Joe? I'm good. I can't believe I'm in your living room. It's a beautiful it's house. It's
0: not a living room, it's a plane. Sorry,
1: I can't believe I'm on this plane with you. Oh. It's amazing. Thanks for inviting me as a guest. <laughs> You spoil it now. People do believe we're on a
0: plane. (laughs) What are you like when you're on a plane? Do you... Because, you know, obviously, fit and healthy and stuff, when they're pushing that trolley down and they're saying panini
1: and you can uh, bump it up, have a twill... How do you say no? I'm a nightmare on flights. I don't know why. I just can't resist the chocolate. You know, sometimes there's a chocolate box and they'll bring yeah. it around, and I'm always the one saying, Can I have another like, snack or you know, treat and <laughs> stuff? But I'm quite boring. I don't, because I stuff myself at the airport. I don't like airplane food. So no. I have a big meal at the airport. Yeah, I jump definitely. on the plane, and I'm normally just like straight into a movie. But I yeah. can't stop eating chocolate. I raid the Cadbury box. I'm on there eating all the chocolates. Really? And stuff. Yeah. What,
0: what's your favourite
1: chocolate? Well, on there, you're probably looking at the little mini, they're little 12s, little, little they don't give you the full ones, they're like no, little mini no. ones, or buttons. You know, I normally get buttons with popcorn and some like something savory, like a, a pretzel. But no, I, I love snacking, and I think on a flight, it's just like you're watching movies, you're trying to settle in, yeah. but I do have two little rugrats with me now, yeah. don't I? So I've got a, th- a three-year-old girl called Indy and a little boy called Marley. So yeah. flights, a flight now is more like, it's like an obstacle course. Yeah. Got to, it's like you've got to distract them, you've got to have your books ready, you've got to have your games, you know, yeah. you spot the difference, just... Constant distraction, because otherwise it's quite a tough thing. Especially when you're going to LA, 12, yeah. 11 hours or whatever.
0: Congratulations, you got another baby on the way. Yeah, number that's,
1: three, mate. I can't amazing. believe it. Oh. I um, I, I just... I get so crazy? So, well, when I find out about these things, I want to <laughs> announce it to the world straight away. But Rosie was like, can we just wait? And obviously, I, when she came in the green light, I was straight on Instagram. Look, I'm having another baby. And yeah. it's so lovely. People are so... It's because they've watched my journey from the start of, you know, being like the lean in 15 guy with, with no, no kids running to now being a parent. I think people really celebrate that and they love seeing yeah. them with kids.
0: And listen, we had Louis Theroux around here. He is well fit. Mate. Until Lou-
1: down the year when he's got abs. So Louis Theroux is one of my like, favourite documentary makers of all time. I've watched so many of his shows over and over again at like the yeah. weird weekends and all the prison ones and stuff. And... During lockdown, I saw this clip on YouTube and it said, it was Louis Theroux saying, I do this thing called the Joe Wicks workout every day. And I was, yeah. that was the first time I got proper excited because I'd obviously heard people taking part. But when I saw Louis, then, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. So I invited him on my podcast and then he said, oh, if we ever want to do a show together, a documentary or anything, yeah. I'll produce it. So he's produced my new documentary, which is yeah. around you know, parental mental health and my childhood experience. Mm. Um, and to talk about it, I got him round. We've done a PE with Joe workout in my living room yeah. and I absolutely smashed him through the, through the workout <laughs> and I thought, he's 51 years old, he's in amazing shape. Then I said, look, I've got a challenge for you. I've got an ice bath down into my garden. Oh, I saw this on Instagram. Do you fancy it? And God. He, he's the kind of guy that, he, he just is up for anything. And yeah. we filmed it as well. So he's, take, he's taken his shirt off and I've gone, Louis, you are in incredible shape, mate. Yeah. 51 years old, his abs are popping. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's doing, he goes, Joe, religiously, five days a week, I'm doing your hit workouts on YouTube. And, yeah. you know, he's an example. Like, you can do 25 minutes a day, yeah. you're consistent, you can have a, you know, really good physique. Yeah, because he raves about, you know, he raves about. It. Now, I
0: saw you getting in that bloody uh, ice bath. It takes your breath away. You were like, it's... <laughs>
1: I thought, wait a minute. His voice is telling a very different story. It never feels easier, but it does... You know, the first time you have a cold shower, it's, it's grim. You hate it. You're in and out in about yeah. 10 seconds. But I think you can kind of build up your tolerance. And I was impressed because he's, he's never been there. And the first time he went in there, he'd done 90 seconds, which is quite a long time in yeah. really cold water. And then you see him getting out and he's shaking and he's going. Oh, it's too cold. And he's doing all the horse. They call yeah. it the horse stance, where you, it's like the Wim Hof kind of breathing thing, where yeah. you stand like in a squat and you go ooh ah ooh ah <laughs> ooh ah, and you sort of bring the energy back before yeah. you get in the uh, in the hot because it, it's, it's too uncomfortable. If you jump straight in like a hot, um, say you jump in a sauna or, oh, or okay. a jacuzzi, your skin goes all weird and tickly and like yeah, tickly. Yeah, yeah because it ravages
0: your testicles. That's why I don't do it. Honestly, mine went <laughs> inwards. I had an ninny Oh, you've tried it?
1: Yes! Yeah, you can't see your, your, your willy
0: and your, your nuts go, for about two hours. Yeah, just they go inwards. I don't know. Where, I'm like, where it gone? I thought it'd fallen off in the
1: bath. Yeah, don't try and have any nookie <laughs> after that. You need, a, you need to leave it a few hours. <laughs> Rub up against a patio eater. <laughs> One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Chocolate buttons in my mouth. Mmm, they're so Moorish. Listen, we've got to talk about your book, Joe Wicks' Feel Good Food. Do you know what I love about it? What's that? It looks so tasty. And do you know what? I love? Like all the ingredients. I can find the ingredients because you know when you get these books and there's that star and niece and all this shit and you're like where the hell am I going to buy that yeah from?
1: kombucha what's all that where do you yeah, get all that yeah this is so easy so good I think that's the reason my books do worse because it's like I taught myself to cook yeah. I keep it simple and I, you know, I, make, I make it fun and accessible I think people remember my early Lean 15 videos was to yeah. throw the food in yeah, and all that straight in like that dead easy and I think it's just about speed. People are so busy. So if you can give people healthy recipes that are quick, yeah. they're going to actually give it a go. And what I love about this book as well, it's got 100 recipes and every single recipe has got a photo. So you know sometimes you open a recipe and you just see the the, the method and there's no image. Yeah. You want to see what you're going to cook, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and there's photos of you eating in it
0: because sometimes you don't see them eating. Like, why aren't you eating your own food?
1: Well, look, the best part of make, about making a book is the photo shoots, because then you get to actually cook and try and eat all the food. So that was a shoot of the house with Rosie and the kids, and we were stuffing ourselves in the garden one summer's day. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice. it brings the book to life, I think, having a few photos like that. Definitely. And do you know
0: what you've got as well? Sweet treats as well, because that's me. Because you have your savoury. I need a bit of sweet. Well, what have I brought for you as a little gift? And I couldn't believe it when you brought up, turned up with a Nutella
1: and uh, Nutella and strawberry croissant. Yes, and it's a croissant stuffed with Nutella with a lovely strawberry on top, and I thought... Come with a nice sweet treat. You're going to enjoy that. It's a nice way to start the day. And I couldn't believe this. You've got like a massive loaf in there. You said you love carbs. I love carbs. How come you look like that and I look (laughs) like this? Well, my my kryptonite is actually marmalade on toast. I am I am I am am crazy for it. If I've got a sourdough loaf like that, that would last about two days in my house. Because I yeah, whatever time of day, if there's if there's nice cold marmalade in the fridge and there's a good bit of sourdough, it's like my kryptonite. It's like every day I want to just eat slices of that. Isn't that funny? You're so relatable.
0: That's why you're so popular and successful. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like I'm like that.
1: Well, I think when you show the realness, when you sh- you know like obviously I eat good food and I exercise, but. If I stay up late, when I stay up between the hours of, say, 10 and midnight, mm. I'm like a little weasel in the cupboard, going through the cupboards, <laughs> like, like a raccoon, and Rosie can yeah. hear me. And so the later I stay up, the more junk I eat. And I, sh- I share that in my stories, and people love it, because they go, that's exactly what I'm like. The later I stay up, yeah. I am in mean, there eating the hobnobs, eating the ice cream and the chocolate, and oh my God. I'm the same as any this other human me. being. This is me.
0: Because, you know, they say don't eat after 6 p.m. Is that bollocks? Because I don't eat at 6, and then, like, like one minute to midnight, I suddenly snap and then eat a whole packet of knobs. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've had, like,
1: 3,000 calories before I've gone to bed. It's bollocks, that whole myth, like, you shouldn't eat after 6 p.m. But what I'll say is I find, like, the longer I stay up, The more i eat and so my my philosophy is like get to bed earlier because you do you all those hours of eating snacking and eating crisp and sort of cheese and crackers at half 11 at night you know when you sleep you you eat less food and you also wake up with more energy so it's like a i always say the foundation of your health and fitness and your mental health really is on the sleep yeah it's the first thing you should get right get that right how do you get the sleep early it's a real it's a real um it's a discipline thing you have to be willing to sacrifice certain things. Like I love Netflix. I love a documentary. Yeah, I, I love, love all that. I love TV. I like scrolling on social media and you get distracted because we've had a long day and you want to have a bit of me time, right? Yeah. But if you sacrifice sleep, if you deprive yourself of sleep and you try and run a four or five-hour sleep, which I'm sure in your industry you've probably done that for years. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think, I'm fine, I can get on four or 5 hours sleep. I'm creative, I'm up, I'm up. I mean, all my ideas coming at two or three in the morning, but it catches up on you and you find it hard to... Wake up with energy to exercise, to cook. You know, your food choices change. So it's a case of, like, for me, leave the phone downstairs, get to bed as early as I can. Yeah. So let's say I'm in bed by nine, half nine. Then I've got a Half nine? I'll give over, love. I've got kids as well, but the thing is, if I don't, I'm up till midnight and I'm getting five hours sleep. So I have to make a decision, but... Half nine? When do you go to bed? 1 a.m. So and do, you have, do you have a lay-in there? How many hours? No, I don't.
0: I've, this is my problem. I'm buzzing. I get up. At like 6am, I look like shit. Five hours sleep and I can't get back to sleep. And do you find it hard to exercise when you have five hours sleep? Because I couldn't. I can't I'm... exercise. Can I know, I do, I do exercise. But listen, my body works against me. Listen to this, how weird is this, Joe? I was on the running machine. I got a treadmill. This bit, you know, this fat bit here that hangs over the thing. That went over the top of the handlebar and pressed the red button. <laughs> the emergency stop button. It pressed the emergency stop button. It stopped me. <laughs> It was always like stopping me from exercising. How can you do that when your body's against you?
1: Oh, no. And I was trying to say, come on, keep going. Don't give up. (laughs) Get back on it. But, you know, I think... The thing about sleep, sleep—it's like sleep is, is is so important for your mind as well. But you, you know, some people can get by on four or five hours yeah. of sleep. But there's loads of science to show that it decreases your testosterone levels. Yeah. It affects yeah. your hormones. You know, stress, and also we, when we have deprived, sleep deprived, we men especially can store a lot of fat through their midriff. So you could be exercising, and eating well, but if you're only getting four or five hours sleep, you're struggling need to, to struggle. Get in
0: sleep. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's my problem.
1: Sleep is king. But mate, when you throw kids in, like obviously my kids. Oh god, what time like, do your kids get up? They get up about seven, but oh, right. they, they st- Indy sleeps through, but Marley, he wakes up still two or three times a night. So oh. broken sleep is, is much harder to get yeah. up with energy and go, right, I'm ready for a workout. But yeah, it is, I think people need to really get their sleep right and everything else was a lot easier in life, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. And this book's perfect because it's out this week. Perfect because summer's coming out and you want to get beach body ready. Now, I've just gone for a divorce. I said to me trainer, I want a revenge body. I think he heard, I thought I said, Blamange body. <laughs> um I'll, I'll, what would you say? Just quick thing now. I want to be beach body ready. And say you've got like a couple of weeks. What well, can I do?
1: Well, I suppose the thing about this message with this book is that you, you, my philosophy around food and fitness. It was very much based around lean in fifteen. It was like change the body. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah, It is a big, and it will always be a big motivator. But this book, feel good food. I want you to tap into the the mental health benefits of exercise yeah. right so firstly if you wake up with energy you've got the time to exercise you're going to want to do it for your mind to feel good to feel less mm. stressed especially coming through something difficult like emotional do it for those reasons and yeah. the fat loss will come the muscle so will don't come. do it out of revenge no, do it, look you're going i mean everyone wants to just get fit and yeah look in at me couple. now <laughs> but it's but there's gonna be days it's <laughs> where... so desperate <laughs> there will be days when you're like you don't have the energy or the motivation to do it and and to think it's just about losing weight sometimes it's not going to motivate you I'm joking I'm joking to get ready it's about being consistent right so consistently training it doesn't need to be an hour or two a day it can be 30 minutes a day yeah, 20 minutes homework or, like yeah, yeah. or you know even things like jogging or going for a walk it's all, all movement's good for you right yeah, yeah so if you find that a treadmill is boring and you don't enjoy it maybe go for a walk or run around the lovely yeah. park and you get a bit of fresh air so i think consistency all year round is important because if you even if you go out for a walk you're,
0: you're winning aren't you because you've got off your arse.
1: Yeah, and you feel like you've got a bit of fresh air and it's just it clears your mind. And I think a lot of people are so focused on exercise for fat loss and losing inches and stuff, and they get they forget the, the important things which is how it really makes you feel it yeah. changes the way you you know you, you see the world and you, you're more optimistic I think after you work out it can transform the way you think definitely definitely
0: where are you going to go on holiday are you going to go on holiday this year or what are we going to do if you got a pregnant did you go yeah, on still Rosie's
1: pregnant but she can still travel like, up till you know near the end I but never we're... know
0: with pregnant people what how much they can do they, can they operate machinery
1: yeah no she's she's doing all sorts. she's still <laughs> deadlifting and doing her squats and all that yeah she's good good because for her you want to stay you know the, the idea when you're pregnant, is to just you know stay try and maintain your strength because it, yeah. it helps with the labor and stuff. But we're going to LA, and on the first of April, um, I'm going to a stag do, I'm going to Coachella. Oh, wow! Yeah. So I'm going with Rose and the kids, I'm doing the first weekend with my yeah. mates. And then I'm tag team and I'm going home, taking the kids and she's going for the second weekend with um, her friend, Michaela.
0: Oh, how lovely.
1: Yeah, because I want her to still enjoy her. Yeah. You know, I want her to still enjoy her things if she, yeah. if she didn't have to think about the kids. So we sort of, we have that relationship where we can, we can sort of tag team, I'll take them for a weekend, she can have a lovely time away. And yeah. it's nice like that. You've got to enjoy it because otherwise you miss all those things as a mum and, and a dad. Yeah, yeah. You've and you don't to do want to all... feel
0: like, yeah, yeah, you're missing
1: yeah. out. And I mean, do you like LA? Because I've seen on your
0: Instagram, you like Santa Monica. You've been there a few times. What do you like about it?
1: Yeah, I bought a house there about five years ago, and we usually spend like a couple of months there, so, like maybe October to December, like the winter months. And I just love the lifestyle. I love you know Venice Beach and Santa Monica, and yeah. I go to um, go on the pier with the kids, and I go down to Gold's Gym in Venice and train. Like and you know, like I'm in there in the morning, and then Arnie's there. Like it's just a mad place. Hi. Arnie still trains there. Yeah, He's is he still... like, hello? Does he know who you are? <laughs> No, I'm. not. Hello, I'm, Joe Wicks. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much unknown there. No I'm recognised there, which is completely different. So obviously, that's nice, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a nice contrast from from being because rec- obviously, P with Joe like just blew everything up. So now, like yeah. kids and like, a lot of families will recognise me. Whereas out there, it's yeah. sort of like the opposite, and we can sort of chill. And but yeah, I, I just, and obviously the weather is amazing. We're all like riding along on our little bikes, and we've got electric scooters and stuff, and. It's, it's a different life. the time I've been out there, it's a different lifestyle than over here. Because the
0: sun's out, you will maybe have a salad or you will hire bikes. Where in London, I don't sort of feel like that. But it's weird. I think it's the sun, it's the vitamin D. And everyone else is doing it. Everyone's jogging along Venice Beach. So you don't feel... Yeah, you know it's just a real,
1: Yeah, it's like, and you just see, like, I get inspired. Like, I go to the gym and i see, like, you know, 60, 70-year-old guys. Well, like, Arnie, how old's Arnie now? He must be in his late 60s. Does he still look good? He still looks good, mate. He's, he's still training hard as well. Like you can see him training hard. But there's guys on the beach doing pull-ups, like 70-year-old guys, and you think you really can have a, a, long, like a nice, long, a healthy life if you continue that lifestyle. And I think, yeah. that's an ex- I think Southern California is the home of like outdoor fitness and yeah, yeah. people really caring about their bodies and their minds, I think.
0: Please don't stand on my mat. I'll be back. Ha, ha, ha. It is a joke. So tell us, where do you go in the world for sexy time? What's a sexy place? Do you like Paris, Rome?
1: Oh, well, What's I've a well, sexy city? I mean, pff, we love having a weekend away. Like we, some, Obviously, with the kids now, we might go up to So Farmhouse. Yeah, nice yeah, or yeah. The, yeah, Cotswolds. Uh, the Cotswolds yeah. is nice. But my, my, the place I think of with Rosie, where we first went for our first ever break, was Barcelona. Oh. We stayed at the W Hotel in Barcelona. Oh, and that's, that's the one right at the end over the beach, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, and had this amazing room and... A, I was just proper falling in love with her and I just remember being there, thinking I, I was just so happy. We were like rent, we rented electric scooters, and we were whizzing around Barcelona along the beach and stuff. And yeah, that's the kind of place I sort of have fond memories with. So yeah, and, um, and the
0: food's great there as well,
1: isn't it? and it yeah, they do a naughty pile of there, don't yeah. They. And Ibiza after after the wedding, so we got married in in the UK. And me and Rose had a little four day sort of short little honeymoon in Ibiza in this Aww. beautiful um, hotel. And what I realized Ibiza is obviously a massive party island, but yeah, there's some really beautiful like you know yeah. resorts and, and kind of healthy sort of. You no know, yeah. farm sort of style restaurant enough. It's an amazing place to go actually.
0: Someone actually said on here it's an island of two halves. It either brings out your best side or your naughty side. So you can there's a whole half, because people think it's all encore uh, uh, <laughs> <can't remember> ooh <what." laughs> But actually you can go and do a bit of yoga and you know yeah. It's not like Sodom and Gomorrah, it's not carnage, you can have fun there. Yeah,
1: I, and I didn't know there was that side of the island, because I've only ever been to, like, you know, the, the Pasha and all the, the big oh, clubs yeah, and Oh, yeah, love all that. I actually realised you can actually go, there's beautiful, um, there's a big food culture there, like, sort of farm to table, so there's people with beautiful farms, like, growing the veg and then making all these yeah. wonderful foods. So, yeah, is a beautiful island, actually, mm. definitely worth a visit. <laughs> Where did you go on holiday when you were a kid? So when I was a kid, it was mainly Butlins, Bognor Regis. Lovely. Um, And we used to go camping in the south of France. And my mum and dad, literally, would pick us up on the last day of school, we would drive to the south of France in a Mini. So (laughs) me, my dad, (laughs) my my brother, the old school Minis in in the early 90s, we'd sleep in the car and my dad would sleep under the car. I remember my dad used to sleep under the Mini and then we'd obviously eventually get down to, like, say, the south of France. We'd be in a campsite for sort of six weeks and we lived off of, um, I really remember this because we were skinned, and we lived off baguettes and Nutella. So we'd have it for breakfast, lunch and dinner. You'd have like a big, she'd get two or three baguettes and just big jars of Nutella and we'd have it breakfast, lunch and dinner every day. And just, we survived off that for like six weeks. And if we were lucky, we'd get a crepe, you know, the old crepes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So um, if I have any Nutella, it really, it does take me back to just like the south of France and just being a kid, on, you know, good memories as well. Yeah. So, like, that yeah. was before... You know, I knew my dad was an addict and stuff, but he he just liked to drink and had a little smoke. Yeah. So it's like fun memories of just being kind of carefree as a family and not, not really worrying about anything. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, that. Because my first car was one of those old Minis, and if you went
0: over 30 miles an hour, the bonnet flew up like that. But you, t- I'm 45. Back
1: then, no-one gave a shit about
0: MOTs. Yeah, it was all Your dodgy, dad would dodgy, just wasn't it? put a bit of sellotape on it to keep it down, but nowadays you'd the be taking
1: ta- the, the old snidey tax disc on the front window. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Hey, good old days. Good old days. We could beat the system. I'm going to get
0: arrested now, aren't I, for saying that on the thing? taxi. It's taxi. taxi. bonjour. Ouvre la fenêtre, Baguette. Mmm, delicious. So did you have any holiday romances? Did you break any hearts down in the south of France? You're a good-looking bloke. Is there a like, little waitress down there crying, waiting for Joe Wicks to come back?
1: No, I, was, I wasn't that confident as a young kid, but I do remember taking part in, like, the old... Um, you know, like, when we were in these campsites, you'd have, like, um, a talent show, so like, a little... You know, all the kids would either do a dance or something. And I remember me and my brother Nicky used to sing, so we, we sung an East 17 song, and I've got this memory of <laughs> singing it together. Um, Stay had, Now, that one. Yeah, that one, the Christmas one, oh, yeah. And was it say, Christmas when you did it? Prob- no, it wasn't Christmas, but <laughs> was that was the Christmas song. But super, <laughs> just two squeaky, high-pitched voice, um, and I had really long hair, so I, f- up until the age of about... 12 boys used to ask me out because I looked like a girl <laughs> I'd be out I'd be at like Chesham World Adventures in the queue and some boy would come up to me and go my mate really likes you and I'd look round and I'd go I'm a fucking boy <laughs> <laughs> but I looked so I just had this you know feminine face this long ponytail I yeah. really looked like a girl like for years and years so I used to say yeah no piss off I'm a boy I ain't kissing him <laughs> there, we've never had that answer
0: with someone's come up say that's funny <laughs> Madam, can you put your tray table up? Madam, can you put your... Oh, you're a man. Do you complain, Joe? Does your wife do it or do you complain? Are you a complainer? About what, hotels and Hotels. Thing? Say the room's dirty or say you've had food and all that there and it's been cold. Do you complain or do you just smile and nod? Do you do the British thing or do you...
1: Yeah, no, I mean... I... I always, I always find it difficult. If even if someone brings a steak and, I like, and it's like really, really undercooked or something, and I go, oh no, it, you know, it's yeah, lovely. Just, yeah. I don't want to upset the, the you know, the, the, the staff and the waiters and stuff. But no, I mean, I'm not like naturally. I, I can't. I really find it hard when you, you speak to someone who's had a holiday and they go. Oh yeah, it was alright, but I'll tell you what, the buffet one or that or yeah. you know, they just they find something. Whereas yeah. I'm I'm more optimistic. I think I'd see the positives, you know what I mean? I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a, not a moaner, but I stay in nice hotels, but I also stay in like if we go we went to Costa Rica, yeah. We stayed in like beautiful little beach huts on the so it's not always glamorous high end no, luxury no, hotels. No. I, I've always had I've always had that kind of nomadic lifestyle where you know, I'd go backpacking through uni, and we'd stay in hostels. And yeah. even now, like if I go to, I went to Costa Rica with Rose and the kids, and um, we just we just rented a car, and every few days we'd move. We didn't know yeah, where we were going. Yeah. So I like that thing of just like finding somewhere like a little spot, yeah. and you know, enjoying it for what it is. It doesn't have to be like a five star hotel.
0: That was one of my best ever holidays, Costa Rica. I love it, it's and I know we're not all getting eco friendly, but it's one that's carbon neutral in it. They seem to have got it just right. There's a real good energy there. The people are lovely.
1: Did yeah. you go zip in.: Pura vida is their is their is their saying, which means pure life, isn't it? So that's yeah. their kind of live yeah. their ethos. I didn't do the zip wire. I went through the for- I went through the jungle forest um, walks, the canopy things. Yeah. and I went to this place called Tabacon Springs, which is beautiful, like waterfalls and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, wildlife. We're sitting there in a restaurant in Costa Rica, and a sloth climbed down from the tree and yes. sat on our table. It's a real wild sloth. It's amazing. Wow! Yeah, and there's all the monkeys flying about. There's the howler monkeys, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sloths are really slow, and it took about half an hour. But it climbed down this tree, like into the into the restaurant, and just sat on our table. We we're eating our dinner. I was like, that is insane. We stayed somewhere in
0: Costa Rica where it was no electricity, and we're going to stay there. Let's go back to nature. Oh my god, I was bored. There was no telly. No lights. I kept walking into things. I I'd, I'd, I left bruises. Had bruises on thing. I bruises of everything. That's the
1: thing, now, isn't it? People do like um darkness retreats. where yeah. you go into like a room, a completely like dark experience. You have yeah. no. You almost like for a week you are just and apparently it's a it really trippy. You almost go into like a hallucinogenic kind of um you know meditative state where it's just no senses, just black. But I, I, yeah,
0: but I thought I'll have a lovely sleep. Bloody howler monkey outside me, huh? <laughs>
1: You know? Oh, my word, you literally sound like... That's exactly what they sound that's like. That's what they sound like. And They're I thought,
0: really oh, Alan, loud. no phone, no nothing, no electricity, none of that blue light, you know, which keeps you up at night. I thought, Alan, you are going to look a million dollars. I left covered in bruises, looked like shit,
1: eye bags like ball bags. I wouldn't last five minutes in that kind of... Like, proper, like, I, I need some connection. I need a little bit of entertainment. I need Netflix in the evening, Yeah, yeah,
0: because it gets boring otherwise, doesn't it, I could love? do
1: the whole day, you know, reading and just chilling by the beach, but I like to have that hour in the evening, like to watch a film or something on TV just to relax.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's on your wish list? Where do you want to go?
1: I really want to take the kids to Australia, because when I was 18, I went backpacking, and um I did the East Coast so from Sydney up to Cairns, and I just had such good memories, like... You know, Byron Bay and Fraser Island, all them amazing oh, places. Lovely, have you have done yeah. all that. Been over yeah, there?
0: done all that. And do you know what? We had. A, we're lucky. enough. We had a helicopter ride, and uh, we saw a whale with its baby. And I don't know what happened burst into tears it's the most beautiful thing ever and i weren't hung over or anything i was like there's something about them and ju- it's just one of the best things ever so yeah the gorgeous. wildlife
1: out there's amazing yeah i'd like to get out there so you know just to do a little trip and you know i'd like to also visit some schools So i do a lot of school visits where i do workouts yeah. and I, I know a lot of families and schools in, in australia did the pee with joe so i'd love to make it kind of a travel trip, but also go to some schools and, and get some kids moving out there as well. That would be great. Are you going to take the book over there? You've got a profile up in Australia. Yeah, because HarperCollins published it out there as well. So, yeah. yeah, I'm doing that. And then in April next year, that book will publish in the US. So... I'm going to go and have a little crack. I'm not going to be, you know, living out there full time, but a couple of trips throughout the year maybe just to, yeah. just to let people know. It's a big place, so you've got to really work hard in America to be to be recognised and to be known. You've got to be doing, like, New York stuff. You've got to be doing LA, West Coast media. Yeah. So it's a big old place to, to try and crack.
0: Well, I told someone I'm doing my stand-up tour in New York next year. I mean, a tiny little theatre, and I just told this journalist, then the next thing, Alan Carr's Breaks America. I mean, I'm hardly going to break America. This theatre's about the size of a Portaloo. I mean, but you know what I mean? You've got to give it a go, and yeah, I'm no spring <laughs> chicken. I just want to get out there and see. I'm, I'm all about having an adventure now. I think after COVID, I'm just throwing myself into things and just yeah, going, you've got to go. Cause, you know, Is I'm, that your first show in, uh, in the US then? I've never done America before. I've yeah. done Australia, New Zealand. I've done Europe. but I've never done. I just want, I'm going to do it because I just get scared. I thought, are they got the same sense of humor me? Can they understand
1: me? Yeah, they're going to love you out there. Now you've got the energy. I think New York's a really buzzy place to do it as well. I think yeah. you're going to do really well there. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Tell us a place you hated.
0: And you don't we're not slagging off. This is a safe space on Alanair. You know, uh,
1: don't know. Yeah, don't,
0: I'll, I'll give you I'll... an example. I always use this. Amanda Olden went to Cyprus, and the first time she went, she was caught in a mini hurricane. And she went, "I'm going now. This is terrifying." She went, "I'm going to give it another chance." Went back there, broke a leg on a jet ski. So it's that kind of you're not slagging off the place. Yeah, some not... wee, uh, okay. We, well, you...
1: another bad experience. I, funnily enough, was in Barcelona. I went to Barcelona for my stag do with my mates. Oh yeah. And we rented a little boat for the day and sort of like just whizzing up and down. We had like, you know, like the old rubber dinghies and all that. What
0: kind of stag do was it? Is it did they tie you to a blow up doll? And was it like, were you no. naked against the lamppost? Well, we, we,
1: we, basically, it was a bit of a washout because we stayed at the W Hotel. There was like 10 of us and we rented a boat and I, I jumped in the sea. And you're going to think this is funny. But I got stung by a jellyfish. And the guy was like, oh no. I said, I've been stung. And he went, no, there's no jellyfish in Barcelona. And there was loads <laughs> of them. So I did all these tentacles. It was burning on my arm, oh, shit. and then I was um, I was patting Mick for the whole weekend. I was just rough, couldn't get out of bed, like, I was just felt really ill. So that was a bit of a, a nightmare. I'd staggered because all my mates were out having a laugh, yeah. getting boozy, and I was in the uh, in the bed, having, just going to sleep because I didn't get to pie. Oh my god! You so know you meant
0: to urinate on it? Did you know that?
1: Yeah, I don't think. I think he poured um, <laughs> he poured some he poured something on it, but no, nah, it was just I had a it looked like a raised scar for like three or four months, like a big swollen. Big tentacle lines like that on my arm. It went in the end. So that's a kind of, that's a memory that was like, yeah, I wish I could go back and do the stag do again, but I've missed that boat now, I think. Because you know they say about urinating
0: when you get like um, a jellyfish, that looks so weird if you're in the sea and then you're laying on the beach in agony, then someone just pisses on you. That's going to look so weird as a holidaymaker, isn't it? What the hell's going on over there? You've also got to
1: rely that, like, there's a mate there that's got a full bladder that's ready to (laughs) win. Like, what if he's just been in the sea and had a a wee in in his wetsuit? (laughs) It's not like everyone's got a big bladder full of wee on her. I know,
0: I know. uh, There's
1: definitely a flaw to that. (laughs) What
0: do you like abroad? Will you try the street food? Will you go out your comfort zone?
1: Yeah, I've done all that. So when I was eighteen, I went to like Singapore and Thailand. So I used yeah. to, you know, I lived on Koh Sam Road, and it was like ten baht pad Thai and all that. Yeah, and I'd still do that. I w- I, d- I didn't try all the like the scorpions and all the like, you no. know, like the ants and all the weird cockroaches and things you can yeah, eat. But no, no, I no. did. Um, yeah, street food, and I even now, like, I love going. You know, like these kind of pop up dinorama places where you've got all the food markets yeah yeah. i love trying food from different countries so i went to one the other day and there was um elephant and castle and i had like sri lankan street food and you've got you know South, southern indian like yeah. um beautiful biryanis and things like yeah i love flavors i think that's the thing about the book i try and bring all the yeah. sort of cuisine from around the world especially like italian because my, my grandma's italian so you know pasta dishes yeah. um
0: and so, a bit of mexican in here as well is not there with the a yeah, yeah some tacos, tacos and stuff
1: you don't look at that and think this is a diet book, but that's a book that, you know, and, and also I want you to understand the feel good food message. It's not like chocolate's guilty and, and like no. avocado's good. It means feel good, like have energy, like wake up feeling like you're ready to have a workout and you've got all this like natural kind of um, positive energy in your body. And that's what I mean by feel good food and it's about mental look health. At those fish
0: tacos, God, I'm going to make them later. Yeah, that's
1: very like LA, that isn't it? Yeah. Southern yeah, California, yeah. like a lot of Mexican food. Yeah, pokey
0: bowls and stuff. We are about to start our descent. Can you please put your trade tables up? Make sure your seats are back. Thank you. And seat belts on. Thank you for flying, Alan. Cross check the manual. Cross check the manual. Thank you. If you're on a long old
1: flight, say you're going to Australia, what exercises can you do? Oh, on the airplane, it's just, well, I mean, all you got is you have know, walking up and down. You know, a couple of little calf raises maybe, but cartwheel. Yeah, you could do a couple of <laughs> cartwheels. I just, I just have to move. I have to just. I end up walking up and down. I end up chatting to the air hostess most of the time. Yeah. You know, like a little half an hour here, just it just sort of the time goes a bit
0: quicker. But yes, obviously, so boring on a long old flight, though, isn't it? They say do that and it rotate your ankles, but I don't know.
1: All a bit of that. The thing is, <laughs> it's like. You think like normally, like ten hours goes quick, but on a flight it seems to just take. You're looking at the clock, and you go, "Another seven hours to go." And And I'm an idiot. I watch the plane going across the screen. I mean, that (laughs) is like just watch.
0: I don't know why. Why do I do it? Alan, watch a movie. But I'm like, I want to see where that plane is. And it has even
1: gone past England. I do like seeing the camera when you take off because you can see the cameras, can't you, at certain times? Yeah. But, but <laughs> I wouldn't watch the actual in flight thing. I, I like to see a movie or like. <laughs> I end up watching normally like a series of like, you know, the BBC, like old classic old comedies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Sort of Forty Tales or something. But. Yeah, long-haul flights. I don't enjoy them, but you've just got to crack on, man, especially with the kids. I've said this
0: before, though, but sometimes I've been on a plane and they've had my my comedy routine on there and you're just looking to see if people are watching it. A, if they're watching it, B, if they're laughing. I get in a, get a right mood if no-one's laughing. I thought, just oh, watched it for ten minutes, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I just need to move on. Right, here we go. Mozy guard or oh, No Thanks, Ahmad? Do you take Mozy
1: guard? Are you quite good like that do you take I, your plasters and your when you go to compede the, I take we always take the spray but I think I don't think it works I've never had a mosquito repellent This actually was I'm I still same. get bit and loads they, yeah. still, they still love it they don't I, like leave you forever
0: no I had the spray
1: on and I had the coil thing still got beaten I was like bubble wrap all up my legs with the bites Costa Rica was bad for that yeah and Panama as well because like it's just really humid and you just get all those little like little kind of ticks and gnats and things are everywhere but no I'll take it but Rosie probably used it more than me Nudist or no way? I couldn't do that. I was watching that show last night for the first time. You know, what? Naked Attraction. Oh my god! I was because I was up quite late last night. It's about midnight, and I, I just can't believe people stand there in the butt nude. It's my biggest fear. Oh, what do you know thing? Oh
0: my god, yeah. And then they have to go to work the next day. Did you see that Brummie woman? She she operates the organ at the church. And she's like, oh, I like, she says, I I love someone to play with me fanny with the feet. That's why I I just... (laughs) And then she has to go and work in the church on a Sunday. Come by (laughs) ya. So they,
1: they choose the person that they obviously based on what they see. I know. And so then then crack. and then next minute you know, they walk out butt naked too, and you've got to stand I don't know, I just think for me, public nudity is like a big uh, that's a big fear of mine. Yeah, yeah oh I know, no, no.
0: I mean you can't do it. I mean, and then it's just the work the next day. Hello love, what did you do? Oh I did a TV show. They asked me to do the celebrity version.
1: What and stand naked? I said
0: it's... no chance. I'm not Because they proper
1: guys it... they go like, oh, your balls are a bit saggy, they're a bit and then they oh. just start describing it like if you're confident, that's fine, but if it, knock, it could proper knock your confidence down on there, well, couldn't I f- it? I think that that's closing the door after the horse has bolted if you've got a naked attraction already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that confident. I
0: might take all my clothes off.
1: St Lucia or St Ives? It's St. Ives Cornwall? Yeah. I'd have to go to St. Lucia because I, I love the Caribbean and my brother went to a Sugar Bay or something it's called. He went over there, but yeah.
0: Is that, no, is it called Jade Mountain where you, the birds are flying around and there's hummingbirds? Yeah, there's a there's the the bay mountain.
1: and there's a mountain. Yeah, he stayed there. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I he said, I, I just want to, I've never been, but I think that'd be, I do like that Caribbean style with, yeah. you know, the cocktails and all that, pina coladas flying about. Yeah, and the food's always great as well, isn't it?
0: Okay, last question. Tip them or fuck them?
1: Are you a good tipper? Uh, this is a big thing for me. I've always I've always struggled with this because I'm so generous. And wh- when I'm with people that don't tip, it really yeah. upsets me. Mm. And I'm always saying to Rosie, look, we can afford to give that guy a nice tip. Like, give him 25%. And I think in the US, it's so accustomed, you're used to doing yeah. it. Uh, but even when I come back here, like, I, I say to Rosie, that, that that person's like created this wonderful meal. They've all worked together to bring mm. that to us. So be generous. And I think now it's taken a while, but now you know she understands that Always tip, always, because yeah. you can, and it, and it means a lot. Especially in the US, they get such low pay that them tips is how they survive. Yeah, but they money. take
0: the piss over there. I mean, I went to stay to a an hotel, and then the man got me a sun lounge, and they are now hand out. I thought, well, what the hell are you doing it? I've got to tip you to get me a bloody sun lounge. I won't be in tight, but I'm like, why the hell are you here for?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of tipping going on over there. You've got to just be ready. you got to have a few, you know, ten bucks. You or... make it
0: rain. I make it rain in the foyer.
1: <laughs> I'm a big tipper, and I think... You know, I've worked in a bar before, and I remember like thinking it was like you just desperate, are so excited to get those tips in the, the night, and yeah, you think, yeah. you look around, you got like seven quid, and you're like, oh, that was a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a shit. <laughs> Thank you so much, Joe. Thank I've loved you. it. What a great chat. Well, look, thanks for having me on as a guest, and um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go and low you one day. Oh my God, we'll let's go to St <laughs> Lucia. Woo woo! I'll get beach body ready first.
0: Thank you for flying, Alan. Air. Oh, I love that chat. Thank you so much. And don't forget, guys, get some sleep if you want to be beach body ready. I'm off now to make those fish tacos because they look absolutely gorgeous. Listen, please give us a five-star review. I will not accept anything less than five-star. And if you hate the podcast, why are you still here, you loser? Piss off! Loves the beach!